Hey, listen to Witch Police Radio, and we're the Thrashers.
welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and uh, I'm recording this one on location with all members of the band, local band, The Thrashers. Hello. Thanks for uh, having That's me. Hello. I was going to say thanks for coming. <laughs> but then, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the, be- the best way to do it would be for everyone to introduce themselves and kind of explain what they do in the band, just so people can put voices to the names and sure, yeah. have an idea. So we'll start, start over here. I am Ian Lepke. I play bass and I sing half the songs. Cool. Uh, I'm Jesse Bercier. I play guitar and sing the other half of the songs. I'm Sean! <laughs> no, uh, my name's Sean, and I uh, play the drums, and I do not sing in any of the songs. Would have been pretty impressive if you kept that voice up. Next time. Yeah. We don't know how long the, the interview's going to be. <laughs> right, yeah. Eventually, he'll really dug himself into a hole. Yeah, definitely. Four definitely. hours later. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, you guys have been around for quite a while. I think I, I've seen you live, but I think it was like 2011 or something. It's been, it's been a while. So, how, how long has the band actually been a band? Uh, just about seven years. Holy crap, that's a lot. Yeah. So. yeah. And you have a new record coming out, which is uh, kind of what you guys are uh, promoting at the moment. Um, I like the name of the album. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Uh, what can you tell me about uh, the new record? Uh, well, first of all, I guess we'll start with the name. Yeah. Robot Invaders from the Death Galaxy. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, we got that name. Jesse and I were working together years ago in a warehouse, and we had an idea to uh, write an old like B-style science, fi- science fiction movie. Okay. And we were going to call it Robot Invaders from Death Galaxy. It's a good name, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> We just kind of figured neither of us can write a script, so that didn't go anywhere, and we eventually just wrote a song called that, and uh, then, in a way, sort of put other songs together around that concept. Okay. It's not really a concept album, but a lot of the songs sort of revolve around sci-fi themes, cool, or like, cool. you know, dystopian future sort of thing. That, that, I think that goes over pretty well with this uh, this show, because I mean, <laughs> uh, a lot of the bands that me and the other hosts have been in have done, been very sci-fi themed. Okay. So right on. It's <laughs> People listening are probably into that, I hope. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and when's this coming out? When's the, when's the record coming out? Uh, it'll be March 28th, uh, is when we do the album release party. That's when we'll be, we're not, we're trying not to have it out in the public before then either, right. but, uh, you know, if it happens, it happens, but. <laughs> and you're doing a show to, yes. what's, what's the uh, details on that? Uh, that'll be at the West End Cultural Center. Uh, we'll have Mobina Galore and the Zorgs with us. Both of them have been on the show before, actually. Oh, right. Awesome. So, yeah, so. I, I know Mobina Galore have for sure. I was, yeah. I was listening to their yeah. episode. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I've always wondered, whenever I see your name on posters and stuff, like, has how has no one taken that name before? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's like an awesome name for a band. Do you think someone along the line would have... I mean, did you even look into that, or you just decided whatever will take it? Is... We did, we did. Uh, when we were first, uh, first playing, we were kind of trying to think of band, band names and, yeah. and we all skateboard and we were kind of thinking like oh the Thrashers would be a sick name because Thrash, <laughs> Thrasher skateboarders yeah, yeah, yeah. and so we looked it up to make sure no one had taken it and at the time we started no one had that's incredible yeah so it was like just jumped on that that's a perfect name for sure yeah. yeah since then a few other bands here and there have popped up with that name but yeah. no one that really lasted all that long kind right. of like old MySpace accounts and stuff right like that. right right, right. It, it's been a lot of fun because I think in all the time we've been the Thrashers uh, our name's been spelt right on posters and bills like unless we make the poster yeah yeah we get like a 40% success rate with that name we're often the Trashers <laughs> the Thrasers <laughs> Thrasers huh? like just there's always some it's not even a word that's like I, I know to, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how autocorrect doesn't pick up on yeah, that, but yeah, yeah we've, we've had our name butchered more times than I think it's been yeah. gotten spelled correct. We've had checks written to the Trashers. The Trashers. <laughs> we've always said that if we ever have trouble with the name, the Thrashers, yeah. you know, some sort of legal trouble or whatever, we'll probably just revert the to trashers. the Trashers. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just black out the H on all our merch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what, who came up with the, uh, 
like the logo, the font. It's very distinctive. Oh, we did. We do. Like yeah, it. we do all so. our graphic design stuff cool, in-house. Cool. So. so does that go for the uh, the sci-fi stuff with this new one, too? Like, I'm yeah. imagining there's some kind of a... Uh, I think I saw a picture on the internet of what the covers look like, but I imagine yeah. you have a whole package of yeah. sci-fi-themed... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we... Uh, it, it, I guess, depending on uh, when this makes it to the airwaves of the internet, uh, <laughs> we've, we've got a couple things filmed that we're going to be releasing leading up to, and... Uh, right on. We're, we're really kind of going balls deep with the whole uh, robot invaders, sci-fi, nice. you know, ominous. Yeah, another thing about the show is yeah. we, we have uh, a nine-foot-tall robot that we built that will be joining us on stage. That's fantastic. Yeah, um, <laughs> for the show, and there's a bit of a, a murder mystery sort of theme wow. along with the show. It's uh, I've been calling it Alice Cooper-esque, which I don't think is too much of an, as, of an That's exaggeration. That's pretty cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got a real... Uh, real Humdinger of a stage show. <laughs> I'm kind of that's that's awesome. I, my old band had a six foot robot. Oh, I'm really? kind of jealous of the nine feet. We had smoke. <laughs> we had smoke coming out of the nose and stuff. Okay. But it was like that nine feet is that's a, it's it's a big ass <laughs> robot. Yeah, we we weren't meaning to dick step or anything. We no, were no, 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 no. Other no, robots no. been like, let's get at least three foot on this one. <laughs> that was years ago. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, statute of limitations is faster. Yeah. But you guys, I mean, you know, I've heard you before. I've heard some of your other records, and I've seen you live, but years ago, and. uh like, I mean, the surf thing is obviously a big thing that comes up when you read about you, when you hear yeah. it. Like, where did, I mean, you guys said you all skateboard. Is that kind of part of the, where that sound sort of comes from? Or, I mean, how do you, how'd you get into that? Uh, I think it was, I, I think, like, the surf sound really comes from Jesse's guitar playing. Okay. In, in yeah. my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing that's yeah, right? definitely, yeah. Yeah, we don't, um, we don't really arrange our songs like surf songs. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely identify with that type of music, so I think it sort of comes through almost like subconsciously, yeah, and yeah. a lot through Jesse's guitar tone. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it sort of started like just when Jesse and I were talking about starting a starting a band together. We just thought like, oh, it'd be hilarious to start a surf band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of us have ever surfed, and we're nowhere near an ocean. You're near yeah. landlocked. Yeah, totally yeah. yeah. So it, just, it was a hilarious idea. So it kind of it started off with us starting a surf band, and then it just sort of turned into let's just start a band, band, and yeah. do whatever comes naturally. For, for what it's worth, uh, Sean has actually been to Hawaii and has yeah. attempted surfing, so okay. we are legitimized. Okay. So there's a little bit of that, yeah. <laughs> Slightly. It's yeah. kind of like the Beach Boys. There's like one guy yeah. who actually surfed. <laughs> yeah. 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 doesn't even yeah. like the beach. Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and then skateboarding, obviously, like um, and some of your other stuff has been a, a theme. Uh, yeah. On yeah. The songs is that. I mean, how long have you guys been doing that for? Is it like a lifelong thing? What's it your kids? Um, or? I started skating when I was about... Hmm. Grade, yeah, grade seven. How old are you in grade seven? Thirteen, fourteen, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. buddy, uh, my buddy Nate, uh, was skateboarding, and my uh, my brother Kevin were both skateboarding, so they kind of like got me into it. And uh, yeah, so I've been doing it since then. Like I'm not any good, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I have a lot of fun. Yeah. And it, for however not all that good you are, you're head and shoulders above me. <laughs> I've been riding around on a skateboard since probably about age ten. Yeah. And despite all that time, I've never really gotten any tricks down or anything like that, you know. Uh, yeah, I mostly just, I, I didn't have a license for a long time, so that was my mode of transportation, was old yeah, one kick skateboard. Too. Yeah, it, it got the job done, and it's good. That's, I, I, no, it's illegal, so you're like, officially <laughs> a badass. <laughs> Is it illegal? Oh, most places it seems to be. Oh, yeah, like, I guess they know, cracked down on the yeah. skateboard yeah. signs, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we actually got uh, cracked down on the same Sunday by the same cop for that. This yeah. was years Like, ago. independently of each other? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We weren't skating together or anything. I was getting a Slurpee, he was heading somewhere else, and we ended up in traffic court on the same day. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, 
I was it, it couldn't have been more innocent. It was a Sunday evening, <laughs> and I was headed to like Sunday dinner with yeah. my dad at like a friend of the family's house, skating down Corden. There was like no one on the sidewalk, sidewalk for blocks, yep. no traffic, and the cop crosses the street from like the wrong side of the street and like stops me on the sidewalk, and gives me a ticket for. I guess just yeah. moving on my skateboard, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, but... <laughs> I think I got the same guy later on in the day after he'd had it up to here with everybody's shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he pulled his car up onto the sidewalk, threw me up against it and threw wow. me in and told me he had made eye contact with me like three blocks earlier and I gave him the finger or something. He made some big wild story. Meanwhile, I was getting a Slurpee and then going back to my parents' house. Like, yes. Was I still in high school at the time? I don't even remember. No, I think this would have been after high school. Yeah, I, mean, I never it, think of skateboarding as something you go to traffic court for. It seems like oh, they would no. just like even tell you get off the road, you yeah. dumb kid, or yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, this this was a big deal. So I got uh, two citations: one for skateboarding, the other for resisting arrest. It's like <laughs> I didn't even do anything. And when I showed up to court, the the cop had said, "He's like, wait a minute." That guy showed up. I do I get to be here? And the judge was like, "Well, if you drop this charge, no. Just, yeah. All right, drop it." So I just had to do the skateboarding charge. And then the judge said, well, why are we both here for this? It's a waste of both our times. And I got that ticket thrown out. That was wonderful. Pretty good. Well, here is it pay Yeah, like, since, it was, <laughs> since it was just the skateboarding ticket, I yeah. didn't go to, in front of a judge. Oh, you just paid the thing. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I said, you know, it, was a, it was a guilty with an explanation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, those signs had been up for years and they've <laughs> never been enforced. Like, yeah. I used to, like, actually skate on Cordon for hours Oh, yeah, I see hours. people skating on Cordon all the time. Yeah. 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 Like, so the states. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, so yeah. then getting stopped was kind of a big surprise. So I just said, oh, I didn't even think those were enforceable. Yeah. And they just said, okay, we'll knock, like, 20 bucks off the price of the ticket. Not bad. Yeah, so, yeah, it wasn't the end of the world. Cool. Well, for anyone who hasn't heard the show before, uh, we have a randomly generated theme word each week, and that kind of dictates the flow of the conversation. Well, I mean, I say it does, but it never really does. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of a, it, it makes songs fit in between the talking parts, and it kind of makes things move a little, a little quicker. Yeah. So, uh, if I remember correctly, the theme I gave you guys was dust, is that yes. right? That's right yeah. So, yeah, uh, did you have... I mean, when you heard the word, did any of you have any, have any trouble thinking of songs, or did you have stuff that came to mind right away? Or I thought of something, like, instantly. Yeah. Um, first thing that comes to mind when I hear the word dust is Woody Guthrie. Dust so, old stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. Uh, first song that, I, that came to mind for me was uh, Dust Can't Kill Me. Cool. Well, let's start off and listen to that, cool. and then we'll be back. <laughs> That old dust storm killed my baby, but it can't kill me, Lord, and it can't kill me. That old dust storm will kill my family, but it can't kill me, Lord, and it can't kill me. That old landlord, and it got my homestead, but it can't get me, Lord, and it can't get me. That old dry spell killed my crop, boys, but it can't kill me, Lord, and it can't kill me.
old tractor got my homeboys, but he can't get me, Lord, and he can't get me. That old tractor run my house down, but he can't get me down, and he can't get me. That old pawn shop got my furniture, but he can't get me, Lord, and he can't get me. That old highway's got my relatives, but he can't get me, Lord, and he can't get me. That old dust might kill my wheat boys, but he can't kill me, Lord, and he can't kill me. I have weathered many a dust storm, but he can't get me, boys, and he can't kill me. That old dust storm, well, it blowed my barn down, but it can't blow me down, and it can't blow me down. That old wind might blow this world down, but it can't blow me down, it can't kill me. That old dust storm's killed my baby, but it can't kill me, Lord, and it can't kill me. With the thrashers, and uh, that was what you got through. Yeah, what you got through. Dust can't kill me. Can't can't with the eye in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that stuff was awesome. Actually, when I thought of it, when the word came up, I thought of this kind of stuff too. But yeah. I wasn't sure um, if anyone else was gonna play it, so I, well, I didn't. Which is <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pick it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard to hard to tell with the themes because like it is just a random word. We press mm-hmm. a button on the computer and it pops up a word. Okay. And like some of them are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I think, it, 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 there's a lot of ways you can go with it, and I mean, yeah. it's a pretty sort of generic word, so. But yeah, uh, sometimes I worry, especially if it's someone I don't know who's the guest. Like if it's you know if it's a guy I've been friends with who's in a band for years, then it's like okay, you can get a horrible word. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but then it's, you know someone that yeah, it's, so it's always sketchy. But I'm glad. I mean, that was a good a good selection. Yeah, I think dust has plenty of connotations. Yeah. And, I, actually, when I was thinking about it too, I found a lot of older stuff kind of from that era. Mm-hmm. Had dust. I mean, you know, I guess obviously like time wise, it makes sense, but. There's a lot of old blues songs and stuff from like the 20s and 30s that had dust in the title or, yeah. or you know, dirt related or sweeping related <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, dust yeah, room. Yeah, dust yeah. My, exactly. Yeah, that was one that I thought of as well. But yeah, yeah, so that's, um, that was cool. Do you, are you a big fan of that? Uh, what do you got three? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, um, well, I would say big fan definitely because I love his stuff. Yeah. But I don't listen to him all that often. He kind of just kind of creeps up every once in a yeah. while and I yeah. get, get, get out. I can't listen to his stuff. But, uh, He's not a mainstay of my record collection, right, but uh, right. he uh, always claws his way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he's, I guess he's so influential to so many other people, too, right, that yeah. you end up kind of hearing him. Mm-hmm. It's, he, he writes the kind of stuff, like, same with, like, early Bob Dylan stuff, where it just it has no sense of ever being written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. It, it seems like it's always been there. Sounds like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also thinking, I, I know what you mean, but I almost thought you meant, like, Sounds like he's freestyling it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of oh, yeah that, that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. sort of, uh, yeah. He's we, kind of strumming aimlessly and words are coming out, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then it ends up being awesome and <laughs> yeah. kind of poetic and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of his stuff he did do that way, just sort of yeah. freestyling, storytelling sort of thing. Yeah. And then his recorded material, I think Alan Lomax recorded a lot of his stuff. Yeah. He cataloged a bunch of uh, early American folk stuff. But, uh, so his songs became known that way. But prior to that, he was just sort of like a traveling minstrel that yeah. just sort of... Uh, played what he felt. Well, I think a lot of those guys were mm-hmm. back then, too, because, I mean, that's how, I mean, basically a more advanced version of the thing we're recording this yeah. on. Yeah, it's just carried around and recorded whatever, so mm-hmm. glad someone did. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's uh, something that seems like it could have been easily missed. Yeah, definitely, it's, yeah. It's uh, totally worthwhile to 
yeah. to American culture, North American culture. So what, um, is there anything that like the three of you collectively are influenced by that kind of uh, mm -hmm. influences the stuff you play? Or I mean, is it just everyone bringing their own stuff to the table? Uh, I kind of feel like we all, uh, we're obviously all big fans of music. Yeah, but well, I kind of feel like we all <laughs> we all have similarities. But I I kind of feel like we all listen to different things. Uh, but we also we'll all go see a show and we'll all be a huge fan of what we're right. seeing. But right. I think personally we all kind of delve into different things, and yeah. I think that kind of shows in our playing style and and the kind of variety of our songs. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it before. It's it's like it to me it's the best because. We're not stuck. I don't think we're stuck in any sort of genre. We have a sound, but yeah. we can kind of play like a jazz tune and then play right. like a punk song and then play like a anything, right? And it still kind of works. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how to go in. No, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. We've, we've got a lot of artistic freedom just because we haven't defined ourselves totally. Right. You're um, not like a punk band and that's it. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah like we probably identify most closely with other punk bands. Yeah. Just kind of the way we present ourselves, that ethos sort of fits. Yeah, yeah. But well, with the skateboarding, yeah, right yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like we we've said to each other before, like this, there's, there's almost nothing we couldn't play. Just yeah. we'll just always make it work. Well, there's almost nothing we couldn't try to play. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't know about you know super fast metal or anything like that in terms of guitar or out of my. I've got some Zappa covers we're going to start next week. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. In, in terms of like influence, though, I mean, I know uh, we. Like, the three of us, as Sean was saying, we'll go to see a lot of the same bands and dig it as well. Like, I know uh, Ian and I listened to a lot of the same stuff in high school. Right. I know when I met Sean, he and I listened to a lot of stuff that Ian doesn't necessarily listen to. These two guys listen to some metal that I'm not familiar enough with. You yeah. know, we've all got uh, common threads between mm -hmm. each of us. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think we definitely each bring our own unique kind of... Well, this is what I listened to when I was playing guitar. This is what I listened to when I was doing drums. This is what yeah. I listened to on bass. And, you know, the, whatever the hell we all brought to the table seems to work, so. Cool. Is there, uh, as far as songwriting goes, I mean, is that pretty much divided equally, or is it? I mean, I know you have two people singing, right? Is that, is it obviously someone's song when they're singing it, or is it collective not, effort? Or? Yeah, not necessarily. Um, sort of the way it, it goes now that we've been playing for a long time and we've kind of settled into our songwriting rhythms Usually one person will sort of present a song to the group, right. sort of, you know, have a, a good chunk of it kind of fleshed out, and then bring it to the other other two guys and just say, okay, all right, do your thing. Yeah. This is what I've got, add your stuff. Yeah. And then we'll, yeah, we'll kind of add our parts and then we'll play with it. And, and it, it usually actually takes quite a while for us to, to finish a song to get it to a point where we're like, yeah, okay, this is really what we're going for. Because we kind of mold it and, and change little pieces here and there. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'll sometimes suggest... You know, maybe this will be an idea for bass, and Ian will base off. He'll, you know, springboard off of that. Yeah. And come up with something way better than I could ever thought. He'll come to me and say, you know, here's an idea for something on guitar, and you know, I'll build and play off of that. Uh, the one thing I found, neither Ian nor I can write drums. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't know the names of anything, or you know, yeah, how yeah. to completely convey. It's okay. I don't either. <laughs> But the the one thing to his to his credit, Sean can write guitar and write bass, and you oh, know, cool. it it helps. Like we again, we we all have ideas we give to the other two guys, but yeah, everybody brings something to each song that uh, that gets presented. And it's it's fun when uh, uh, another member comes up with an idea for someone else. Yeah. Because like I, I know like uh, actually in the song, 
robot invaders from the Death Galaxy, uh, the uh, chorus bass line actually Jesse came up with. And okay. said, like, oh, I came up with this cool thing, I think it would sound good on bass. And I played it, and it does sound fantastic. And I wouldn't have thought of it. Right. So you're getting sort of uh, Jesse's idea played through my filter. And yeah, yeah. Playing yeah, stuff. That's cool. So what my twisted brain thinks about sound. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, yeah, we get. Uh, I get to explore a little bit uh, outside of my territory. Through yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. So if you guys, I mean, you guys have been in band for you saying seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how old you guys are, but I mean, have you been in anything before this, or is this kind of the one band you've been in for the whole time you've been in bands? Uh, this is pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, well. I, I was in a band that played one show, and it was all a bunch of covers and terrible. Right. I mean, they were they were mostly nice people if they're listening, but it was a. Terrible <laughs> I think everybody's band. been in that kind of. Yeah. Band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm still somewhat friends with a few of them. You know, like we, we we get along well and everything. But I think looking back, none of us are like, oh, why, why didn't we make it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, it was awful. Uh, Sean, you were in a band before this. You. Yeah, you uh, you headhunted me out of show. I've played with a couple bands. I, I've even been in other bands while being oh, in yeah? this band yeah. uh, on the side when I've got the time. So it's good. I, I, I like it. Um, like this is this is my priority, and I always yeah. bring that to the table when I'm playing with other groups. But it's nice playing with other people. Like no offense, guys, but you know it makes you play a different way, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always you know it's always a nice little change. But uh, it always feels like home coming back to cool. the jam space with these two guys. You know what I mean? So who else have you played with? Uh, I played uh, with Greg Arcade, who's oh, yeah, kind Greg's, of you know locally, been on the show like three or four times. Locally <laughs> famous, yeah. yeah I yeah. I played with him for a few years. We put out an album. We That's why you look familiar. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I played with a band called They Say, who I believe are now called the Jacksonian March. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, I, I like playing with whoever wants to play, right? So cool. it's good. I, 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 uh, I like playing different styles and stuff, so yeah. Cool. All right, well, I'm going to, uh, pick a song right now, just oh, to yeah, keep things yeah. moving with the song choices. Sure. Um, and when I thought of Dust, like I was saying before, I thought of, you know, the Dust Bowl kind of stuff, listening yeah. to all these old songs. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Maybe that's too obvious a choice. Maybe I should try that. Because often for me, what I'll do is the first thing that pops into my head, I'll just choose that. Yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. often it works really well, but then it's like, oh, maybe I should reach a little bit and try to think of something a little bit more about Because, I mean, we say, like, you know, you have a theme word, you can make a connection any way you want. It doesn't have to have mm-hmm. the word in the title or whatever. So. Yeah. I thought about it for a little while, and I came up with uh, Fearless Vampire Killers by Bad Brains. Okay, yeah. Because when you kill a vampire, they turn to dust. Oh, of course, so, yeah. Well, and I mean, Bad Brains is one of the best bands in the universe, so I figured, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, this is a good choice, and it fits the theme. So let's listen to Bad Brains. Cool. Perfect. <laughs>
was uh, Fearless Vampire Killers by Bad Brains, and if anyone listens to the show regularly, you know how much I love Bad Brains. I mean, I try not to play them every week, but it's one of the bands that I think I could if I wanted to, but yeah. it's, I don't know, they're so good. And that this first album is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So. All songs can tie into Bad Brains or Wu-Tang Clan. I think that's it. We did a whole episode <laughs> about Wu-Tang. Oh, okay. The 30, 36th episode was just all Wu-Tang. Oh, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, nice. yeah, so. But yeah, that's another, I mean, Wu-Tang is played on the show all the time, too, and it's not, not even, even if we stop doing it, like, the guests will play it. It's yeah. like, guilty as charged. That's one of the songs I've brought potentially. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, certain certain yeah. stuff just comes to mind. But I mean that, yeah, vampires like there's a lot of songs about vampires. This one is particularly awesome because you know bad brains. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's about vampires in the sense like of uh, not talking about literal vampires, but talking about like Babylon, like you know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you know fighting back against uh, against the man kind of yeah. thing. So and it's the name of a cool old like B movie too. So we uh, played in Calgary a few years ago with a band called X-Ray Cat, and they had two Bad Brains covers in oh, yeah? the set. I think they opened with one. I don't recall what two songs they are right now. Did they pull it off? They did. Yeah, they did a good job. I remember they Because that's hard, I think. Yeah. yeah. The Bad they were really good. good. I, I love that show. That was a yeah. sick show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, we were out there on a, on a, um, a holiday weekend, weren't we? Because we were playing on a Thursday? Yeah, it was uh, the Thursday before Good Friday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was the album release for X-Ray Cat. And okay. we were on the, band, on the bill with PMMA... Us, the escorts, and uh, an extra cat, and it was just yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all great bands, uh, and it was just a, like a perfect show. Yeah, yeah. Like we showed up, never been to Calgary before, played at Broken City, this like sweet little little bar, and the place was packed. Everyone was like psyched to see us. Yeah. They'd never heard of us before, but they were psyched to see us. Yeah. And the show ended early. It was like I can't remember what time we started, but the show was over by like what about I think one, one one o'clock? Yeah. yeah. But everyone stuck around. Oh, cool. The music was over, but everyone just stuck around and partied until the bar closed. And I was like, this would never happen in Winnipeg. No, no, everyone would be going home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, the people were hanging around buying merch, dancing, like, having a good time, talking with the other bands and everything. It, yeah. was, it, it was so nice to be able to finish a show and then still have that relaxing time to hang out before yeah. you had to... Pack um, everything up. Hustle and, ass yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. get the gear out. Yeah. But it was, yeah. They, X-Ray Cat, they really pulled off uh, the Bad Brains cover now that I'm thinking back to it. Mm-hmm. They were just a really intense band all around. They were awesome. Because it's a hard thing to do, I think, pull off the Bad Brains cover. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it, people think, oh, it's a punk song, whatever, but it's, like, way more technical in the vocals, oh, especially. Yeah. Like, you'd be able to actually yeah, you know, scream like, that. Like, they, yeah. They've got a pretty unique sound to them, and they were incredible live. Cool. So if, if you're, like, the Bad, bad Brains. Yeah. So... If you're covering the Bad Brains, they already oh, yeah, did yeah, it yeah, yeah. as good as it could be done. Yes, so, yes, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. trying to keep up with them at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. Although Bad Brains now, like I saw them live when they were here in like 2004 or something, okay, yeah. and uh, it was oh, it was amazing, of course, because Bad Brains. But HR is kind of like he lost his mind a while ago, so uh, yeah, he just yeah. uh, like the rest of the band is rocking out, and he just kind of sits there like I don't know if can see me, but he's like <laughs> this little like the, the Queen wave sort of, and like he doesn't move and he's smiling the whole time, and he's oh, wearing yeah. two ca- two cowboy hats on top of each other, and like it was still like one of the best shows I've ever been to because I love the band and it was amazing, but. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, if you watch the videos from the early 80s where he's yeah. doing backflips, and then you see him now, and he's got, like, a beard dyed pink, and he's, you yeah. know, I love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really strange. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's, no, yeah. but it's, I mean, I would see them tomorrow, even if it was just him doing oh, yeah. that, I'd pay for that. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Great band. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Does anyone else have a, a Dust song they wanted to... Uh... Uh, yeah, sure. Are you going to do Wu-Tang, or do you have something else? No, I, uh, I brought that in case I have to do two songs, but... The the first one I brought up it came came up first in mind for me. Uh, it was I think the second Joy Division song I'd ever heard 
uh, Interzone, okay. and it popped out in my mind when you said the word was dust, because the one of the lyrics that stuck with me in this song was, uh, car screeched, hear the sound on dust. Cool. And for whatever reason, like, it, that still doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my mind now even to hear it spoken, but that line stuck out for me. I was like, that's a really cool line. I like yeah. that. I like that line. And, you know, it's a, otherwise, it's a good song, but, yeah, that's uh, my... My 17-year-old brain really latched onto that line, and I've been digging the band ever since. So. Cool. Well, I think this might actually be the first time they've been played on the show, well, which seems weird because there's like 115 episodes in or something, yeah. but yeah, yeah so they've been talked about, but I don't think they've actually been played. So. First time for yeah. everything, yeah. man. So yeah, let's check it out. All right. sort of style is cool again like I think that mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about it but it's I guess because everything's cyclical yeah. cyclical and it comes back but yeah it seems like that sort of period and that sort of style is I mean you can go see a band in Winnipeg it sounds like, obviously they're influenced by that but mm -hmm. yeah. I, mean, I think there's a lot of we've had bands on this show that sound like that yeah <laughs> so. yeah. especially now I feel like there's a lot of bands springing yeah. up uh, with that sort of influence yeah it's like a lot of people just oh well, I'm going to synthesizer and sit there and do some weird yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, okay. we uh, we went and saw Mets. Mm -hmm. uh, was that what last week? Yeah, a week Wednesday. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Which one? They did two shows, right? Was yeah, they yeah. did play two I was, shows. I was right? at both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. the second night, and a band called Conductor opened up. It was a conduct. 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 I heard right? they were really good. I haven't heard them. Yeah, I I I felt they were pretty heavily influenced. Oh yeah personally, by, by Joy Division, kind of, right? That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if the, the bands themselves take umbrage with the term at all, but the 
the words that always come to my mind are kind of art punk. Yeah, yeah. And I like I'm really digging on that now. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that's as you said, it's making a comeback. It's kind of yeah. it's getting popular again. Or and it's all people who are too young to appreciate it in the first place. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all stuff from like the early mid '80s. Well, exactly, and not by fault of their own, but no, they're really, all just, at youngest, yeah. accident of birth, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. There's always been. Uh, at least a, a thin strain of bands sort of carrying that yeah, through, yeah. like it's, it, that sort of style has never totally disappeared, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's just it's now the uh, the river is spreading wider and yeah. more bands are making it through. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's interesting anyway, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you guys uh, like since you've been around for for as long as you have, have you had any, any significant like changes to the style you play over that time? Or and then the well, second question to that is, have people. I mean, has the crowd reaction changed over the years you've been doing this? If mm-hmm. it hasn't, if the sound hasn't changed, I don't think it's changed from what I've heard. Anyway, it sounds fairly identifiably yeah. yeah. the same. Yeah, well, like we said, the, our style isn't really a style. Yeah, it's not too entrenched. Yeah. Um, so in that way, no one hasn't changed because we're still playing for a very eclectic set. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think our songwriting has improved for sure. Like when we go look at our early yeah, songs. Yeah. Still a lot of fun to play, but you can you can tell they're coming from our collective novice mind. Right, right. <laughs> and now we can we can kind of reach deeper, and we can kind of do cooler stuff now that we kind of know how we all work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we've we've kind of grown grown deeper, but not necessarily changed in one direction or another. Has has the reaction from people in the crowd changed? I mean, I don't know if I mean because what you do is hard to define, as you mentioned. Like, mm-hmm. is there have trends changed to people more appreciate just like we were talking about with this stuff right i mean yeah. is, is there anything that's come about where you've sort of seen crowds kind of you know ebb and flow i guess from to, to or from whatever you, whatever it is you're, you're well, doing i've found uh like whenever we whenever we'll throw something new on stage for the first time well this is a brand new song you know some of the newer stuff will be a little slower than our older stuff so yeah. it'll be a little more intense like again we we kind of borrow from all these different genres, and we're that's what we bring out on stage. Um, people just always seem really supportive of it. Like whatever, whatever un, however people describe us. If we're a punk band, if we're a rock and roll band, if we're a skate punk, surf punk, whatever. Yeah. People seem to think whatever we're writing still somehow fits in that genre they they thought we were. Cause right. So you're still a surf band of them, even if you're yeah. Yeah, even yeah, if yeah. oh that was a little aggressive for a surf song. Yeah, but that was still a surf song. Yeah, yeah. So we've we've never had anybody come up after it's big. That new one was a little weird. I don't know if I. Everybody goes, oh that's great. It's new stuff. I, it's different. It's you know. Yeah. I guess it's always just we're keeping it high energy and having fun, and people are taking the same away from it. So. We've we've been around long enough now that we can sneak our foot in the door with our familiar material. Yeah, yeah. And then try something weirder, and people are still on board for it. So that, that's, I guess, kind of an advantage to, to being around as long yeah. as we have. And I guess it's not that long, really, in the scheme of things, but, I mean, for yeah, bands, yeah. it is. I mean, there's a lot of, especially local bands, I mean, oh. you see people who are banned, you know, for six months, and then they yeah. start a new one, and then, yeah, same. It, it can be such a bummer. Like, in the lifespan of our band, we've seen so many bands come and go and that yeah. we've loved to play with, yeah. Yeah. and they're just, like, lost to the sands of time now. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're just gone, and it feels like yeah. it feels like yesterday we were playing a show with them, and now they're just no more. We had somebody ask the other day, uh, what, what are, well, I had somebody ask the other day, I was talking to somebody in Calgary, she said, what are your favorite bands to play with? And the first four that came to mind don't exist yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'm like, well, there was, oh no, they broke up in 2010. Well, they, no, no, they don't, they're not a band anymore. Well, what, oh, those ones all moved away. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's, 
I guess it's it's nice being a lasting band in a city full of you know these short two, term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. Is there is there pressure on you guys? I mean. Because, I mean, the reason a lot of bands end up breaking up is because people just run out of time for it or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that... Uh, are you guys still able to devote as much time to the band as you want to at this point, or...? Uh, there's never enough time. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we, all, we all work full-time, um, so it's basically like working two full-time jobs. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, If I didn't have to sleep, that would be incredible. I would totally... <laughs> like, I'm not going to start taking math. Yeah, I could. <laughs> it was a safe way to think about it. If I yeah. did, I could see why I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's never enough time, and that's kind of a frustration because it always takes longer to get out an album. Yeah, yeah. Than you want like mm-hmm. some of these songs on this album we actually wrote in 2009. Wow. And it's just taken that long to get the stuff we wrote before that out. Before. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's just yeah, never never enough time to work on what we want to work on. But we all, at least now, still have the time to dedicate that the band uh, requires. Mm-hmm. Is the eventual goal to make the band a full-time thing? And the reason I ask is because we have, like, we've had so many different types of people on the show. I mean, we have people who do bands full-time, you know, and then we have people who, you know, do it once a week when they can, and then you guys are kind of in the middle. And, mm-hmm. I mean, some people I've talked to who have tried to make music a full-time thing and then failed miserably <laughs> and then <laughs> gone back to this thing. Like, I mean, is that is that kind of what you're hoping to do with this? Or is it are you content being just kind of a... What off work sort of deal or what's the? Uh... I'd say that's what we hope for. We would, we'd love to be able to just do the band yeah. and dedicate ourselves entirely to it, but that we're not making it our goal so much that we're aiming to sound. Yeah. Like that, yeah. you know, like yeah. yeah. We don't want to change the way we write in order to make more money to sustain ourselves. Right. Right. It's more just we want to expose what we do to enough people that we can somehow get enough dollars to right, <laughs> not have to, yeah, yeah. to work during the day. Right. Yeah, like if if the goal was just to pay the bills playing music, we'd be in a cover band. I think that's what yeah. people. I think that's, yeah. that's where the money is. <laughs> and <laughs> cover bands. Yeah. That's absolutely not something I think any of us would really want to do. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot of fun making our own stuff and you know creating. We have fun creating. That's yeah. uh, that's mm-hmm. as far as that sentence goes, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it would be that would be a very nice thing to have happen yeah. if mm-hmm. the rest of the world was all of a sudden, hey, these thrashes are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give them a bunch of money, then. There's sure, why not? on the meth. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a lot of freedom uh, operating as low to the ground as we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not having anyone sort of. If no one's giving you money, then they can't tell you what to do. For sure, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there, there is there is an upside to to being as, as you don't have to worry about compromising your principles if yeah. no one is uh, willing to give you the money to do it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So we can we're basically at a stage where we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Because we've got almost nothing to lose. Yeah. So there's that that freedom is nice. Um, but really, yeah, we just we want to get our stuff our stuff out to as many ears as possible because we like it and we think it's relatable. So yeah. There's probably enough people out there that that agree with us. Cool. Well, let's uh, get into another song. So we got uh, a couple more picks here. Uh, I'll be honest. At first, I totally was blanking on this dust uh, concept, and um, I'd heard about uh, Mobini Galore's yeah. episode, they and ghosts. they got ghosts, yeah, and I was like, "Oh man, I wish yeah. we got ghosts." Yeah. So I was one of those lame people that was complaining about our topic. <laughs> but since this conversation was just happening, yeah. we were talking about local bands who have uh, 
vanished to the sands of time. That kind yeah. of uh, made me think. Uh, my favorite, all-time favorite local band was The Upsides. Okay. Um, we played with them, had the pleasure of playing with them a bunch. Yeah. I don't even think I know who they are. What, what, what time frame is this like? Well, we, when we started, they were around for maybe the first like two or three years, okay. I think. Right. So yeah, yeah they, they would have been like mid to late 2000s. Okay. They had their, their start and finish. Yeah, they, they are awesome guys. Um, Arthur... The bass player uh, actually helped us record this new album. Oh, cool. So he was part of that project with, with us, which was really cool. He's one half of Collector Studio. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So go there and record, because they're <laughs> good guys, and they, uh, they're they honest, and they know, uh, they know what they're doing. Um, so I'm going to choose an Upsides tune, and to kind of play with uh, the fact that they have disappeared, I'm going to play their song called Future. So this is Future by The Upsides.
So that was a local band I'd never heard of before. <laughs> that, was, that was cool. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. Thank you for allowing me to play it. Yeah. No. How many how many records do they have? Were they just like one or two? I think they had two releases. Yeah. Okay. I definitely know I had one other than their EP. So. Yeah. Hopefully this uh, sparks some sort of resurgence in uh, their popularity, and they yeah, yeah, yeah. and they play again, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was really cool. This this is a band. Their shows were always packed, but their recordings were sparse. Like they right. did these two releases, and they're they're very short run, and it was frustrating because I could see no reason why these guys weren't immensely popular. Yeah, you know, like they they're big here, but they never really did any road shows. If if they decided to, I think they could have easily been like a national band. I think yeah. that often happens, though. You find someone who is, like, amazing, and you're like, how are you not the most famous band in the world? Yeah. And then they're just, either they're just cool with the level they're at, or yeah. the right people just didn't hear it or whatever, so, yeah. yeah. This Sisters was the same way when they started oh, yeah. playing. Yeah, for sure. I well, thought, like, this, yeah. I, I figured these guys are going to be touring Europe Definitely. inside yeah. of two years. Yeah. And then Patrick moved to Toronto, and yeah. it just stopped happening. Well, we've had Julia on our show, and she, uh, like, her solo stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I remember hearing, when I first time I heard Slatter, and, like, her first, first demo... I was, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Like, why are you not? You know, my old band used to play shows with her all the time, and yeah, yeah I was like, but for some reason, like she should be a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's that good. Yeah. And this is that great band. Like, well, yeah, all those bands, there's tons of them, local people. That mm-hmm. Just what happened? Like, all these awesome bands just kind of disappearing left, right, and center, and then you're left with us schmucks. Yeah, you guys <laughs> still playing here for yeah. seven yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many albums do you actually have now? Is it four or three? Uh, we've done three, and then in one. Or this is, I guess, this is technically our fifth release. Fifth. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the first one was a five-song EP. Okay. That was Man Re-Enter C. That was 2010. 2011, we did a full-length CD called Make a Splash. Okay. Uh, then following that, we did a seven-inch called Ramp Locals. Right. Three right. songs. It was yeah. all yeah. skateboard theme. Yeah. Uh, and then we did uh, a short run of cassettes with a label called Shake out okay. of uh, Victoria. And that was um, mostly pre-released material and then one, no, sorry, two uh, previously unreleased tracks. Okay. And that was just kind of uh, to get ourselves a little more exposure out in that area. So Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a thirty-second song called Gary Oldman nice, that we nice. threw on the cassette. So yeah, there's just like hundred copies of that. Cool. And then yeah, so Robots is gonna be our fifth release. And is that coming out what CD or uh, tape, vinyl, twelve-inch vinyl? Nice. Uh, and then we also did a short run of CDs as well. Okay. Yeah. That's always that. Like I mean, it seems like an obvious answer. There's good people gonna put out CDs, but it's not. I mean, mm-hmm. nowadays, I think people put out tapes more than CDs, even just because. Yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. It's, che- it's cheap. It's easy. I mean, especially if it's completely DIY. Tapes are super cheap. You can mm-hmm. just yeah. yeah. Yeah, and people can do their own, like run their own online downloads and Absolutely. stuff like that. So yeah. it's yeah, it's uh, and a lot of the stuff that's coming out. I think I, I heard uh, heard an intro- interview with one of the guys from Dub Ditch. Yeah. And he was he was talking about tapes and how like a lot of the bands putting out tapes, they're not playing hi-fi music. No. So you don't need the high fidelity of a CD or... We actually had him on our show, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people you mentioned, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, it's, it's cool that tapes are making a comeback. Like, I mean, I, I never stopped listening to tapes, so I still have, like, you know, uh, hundreds of them, and it's, it's great. I mean, it's great that you can actually go to a show and buy a tape. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I have, hundreds, I have hundreds of CDs, too, but I almost never listen to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, I don't have a CD player hooked up to my stereo right now. I have to go to use a computer to do it, but, like, I have a tape deck there. It's never moved in yeah. <laughs> for many years, right? Yeah. Still, yeah. I just think it's... All pretty much all formats should just be able to do that. Yeah. Aside from yeah. like you know like eight track, no one. Eight tracks are horrible. Like, no, one, no one cares about eight tracks. But you know, and like real to real is too unwieldy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like uh, just just like there should be radio stations for anything you want to hear. Absolutely, yeah. Just everyone should have like a turntable, a tape deck, a CD player, sure. and some sort of means to listen to MP3s because, or streaming yeah. music. Yeah. Just because it's all about getting the music. No matter how it comes to you, you should just hear it 
You should be able to get it no matter what yeah. kind of equipment you have. Yeah, by yeah. any means necessary, yeah. listen to the music. Yeah, definitely. And who's putting out your, your, your new album? Uh, Transistor 66. Okay. Yeah, we've, aside from the cassette with Shake, all our releases. All the stuff. Have, I thought so, yeah. So, uh, and Manny after C, we self-released. But. Cool. How did you get involved with them? Uh, we just uh, had been playing with some of the other bands on the label. Like, we had played with Vibrating Bads and Angry Dragons. And, cool. And uh, Blowholes, I think, actually signed after us, but... Anyway, we've been playing with that family of bands yes. for a while, and uh, Art got word of us, so he came to a show one day, and uh, Leaf from the Vibrating Beds just said, oh, hey, Art's upstairs, he wants to talk to you guys. Oh, right so we just chatted with him after a show and set up a meeting, and it was all very uh, very friendly and uh, very familial. Cool. cool. Met up with him, gave us a few beers, and he just said, hey, would like to welcome you to the family, and awesome. we've been drinking beers with him in his basement ever since. <laughs> We were, it was, it was kind of funny, I think he, uh, we were more nervous than he was, yeah. rightly so, but uh, we, were, we were very cautious going in because we had always, like, run our own show, yeah. like, it was all just up to us, yeah. and we were worried that maybe if we signed to a label there, they wanted some sort of, like, control or something like yeah. that, which was totally not the case, but we were nervous about it anyway, so going into it and then meeting with him, we were very... I think defensive and like we really wanted to like make sure that he wasn't trying to like swindle us or something right, like right. that. Well, that's what we always hear about record labels. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, he, so he he still chuckles to this day about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they they're totally uh, they just let us do whatever we want and that's awesome. just like yeah, just like hand us the finished product and we're gonna dig it because we dig you guys and that's kind of how it goes. Does that help? Uh with touring and stuff, like I mean, yeah, do, do they? I, 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 being in Winnipeg, I mean, yeah. I see the records all over the place, and yeah. I see all these bands that are labeled. I don't know. I mean, is it fairly well distributed through them, or how, how does it? It's uh, it's helpful because their name is pretty well known. Yeah, and they've yeah. got a fantastic roster of bands. They do. So not only do we have more connections just through um, right. and through right. the other bands in the label, but people see the logo and they recognize it. So it, even if they haven't heard of us before, oh, Transistor, that's probably yeah. a pretty solid band. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, with the bands spread out across Canada as they have them, uh, you know, regardless of which direction we're heading in across Canada, and even, you know, I'm sure the odd stops in the States, he's got his connections there, but, like, we'll tell Art, the head of the label, hey, we're going to be heading out west, yeah. we're gonna be heading out east, uh, we're going to be looking to hit these cities, and he'll come back, he's got a list, all right, you're going to want to try these bands, there's these cool. radio stations, like, it's, and just tell him, you know, you're with Transistor 66, and Every time, you know, we've kind of led with that, hi, we're on this label, it's, oh, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll see what we can do for you. That's awesome. So, it's, you know, I don't know how much harder it would be without the label, but it certainly helps, yeah. you know, yeah. having that, that name associated with you. So. Cool. Well, let's uh, get into another song. We have two left. Um, so, whichever one of you wants to choose another one. Uh, sure, I'll do another one. Um, it's uh, by the band called Dust. Kay. It's uh, Marky Ramone's band before he was in the Ramones and before he was in the Voidoids. Right. So he's still going by Mark Bell, and he played drums for an American metal band called Dust. Marcus Bell. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think it's like the last track off their first album, also called Dust. Cool. And the song's called Loose so What year is this then? This is 71. I think he was still in high school when it came out. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. going way back. Cool, yeah, check this out. Mm-hmm. 
style than you know used to hearing from Arthur yeah. Rowe, but you can well because he kind of has that one drum style for every song right yeah <laughs> and uh you can still totally tell it's him though he's yeah. very, very hard hitting and very sharp yeah. I know that's fast for 71 like that's yeah, yeah it's crazy oh, yeah, a lot of their other stuff is, is slower uh more kind of like uh Black Sabbath-esque sort nice. of plodding along but uh yeah definitely check out Dust is it all yeah. instrumental or was it just no 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 yeah they've got they've got a vocalist but cool. uh, yeah, their their first album, self titled, I think, is uh, the better of the two. Their their second album is called Heart Attack, and uh, definitely good as well. But uh, awesome. yeah, lots of just good like American riff rock yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, that's cool. No, I mean, I had heard that he'd been in bands, but I didn't really realize this was one. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So you guys, uh, I mean, after your album release, you mentioned that you, well, we were listening to a song you you went on tour. Yes. Would it be where you headed? I mean, most people listen to the show. I assume we're in Winnipeg, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's like it, so. Well, we're uh, we're heading out. We're doing ten shows the ten days following the tour, or to- following the the album release. Okay. Uh, we're going out as far west as Victoria and then looping back around. So, I don't remember the exact uh, order of the cities. We're doing uh, Regina, Lethbridge, Cranbrook, Kelowna, Abbotsford. <laughs> Uh, no, Vancouver, Victoria, Abbotsford, Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon. Cool. Boom. So Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when, when is that happening? Is it right away after the after this? Yeah, like yeah. we we got the album released on the twenty eighth, and then 29th, 30th, Boom. Just we haven't given ourselves a day's rest yeah. after the album, which in hindsight maybe, <laughs> maybe we should have. But yeah. eh, playing you know. and driving, playing and driving. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done a lot of a lot of tours like that over the years you've been the band? Or? Uh, not a lot, but the the out of show uh, the out of town shows we've done, it's usually been like again because we've the three of us with our full time jobs. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to really eke out. Hey, we need a full week off. So yeah, if we can you know attach a couple of days onto a long weekend, it's all right. Let's see how many shows we can cram in that time. And yeah, we've we've been out to. Every, every expedition we've done, it's been as many days as we've had shows. Oh, yeah. So five shows in five days, three shows in three days. Yeah. Um, so we always try and make as uh, make it as, as worthwhile as possible, really right. cram, cram as much stuff in as possible. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you mentioned earlier that like people are happy to see you guys. I mean, yeah. Go well yeah. in uh, our town, yeah. Well, yeah. with the internet, everyone can hear everybody, right? It's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's I mean, true. I yeah. Which, you know, it, it's, it's helpful and... In a way, in a one way, I always wonder if uh, if it help if it kind of shoots you in the foot too, because there's so much stuff out there. Like, yeah, it's yes, anybody can hear anything, but in that same stretch, 
they can listen to anything else yeah. because everything's available. So yeah. well, even even with, with this, I mean, with podcasts, there's yeah. an insane amount of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Now. I mean, like there's a lot of terrible ones, a lot of great ones, and it's just like yeah, you get mixed up in the yeah. So yeah, and there's there's nothing there's very little you can do to distinguish yourself from people who've never met you face to face. Right. Just make whatever you're doing good, and then hopefully people. And, yeah, hopefully word of mouth travels, and yeah, yeah. people dig it. <laughs> Um, we do have one more song we're going to get to, but before we do that, we'd like to just remind everyone where they can hear our show, where they can hear your stuff, and mm-hmm. all that. So if people like what they're hearing and they want to check out more episodes of the show, uh, you go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts, and there's all of the previous 100 and whatever episodes for free download and streaming. Uh, we're also on the actual radio Monday nights at 11 p.m. on UMFM 101.5, and you can listen on umfm.com if you're not Winnipeg. And we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is kind of a hub for local podcasts. They're not all music shows. I mean, it's all different kinds of stuff. There's a comic book one. There's, like, some, you know, pop culture stuff. There's some, just all, a couple new ones I haven't even heard yet. But it's uh, com, and it's we really kind of encourage people to check that out. Uh, just because all, it's all other people doing this with just a little recorder in a room, you know, <laughs> and talking about whatever they're talking about. And it's, uh, I encourage pretty much everyone to start a podcast. It's fun. And it's a good way to, you know, do something creative. So, yeah, uh, yeah everyone should check that out. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. And, you know, you can find all that from the witchpolice.com site. But where can people go to find your music? Uh, we've got, uh, I guess our, our Facebook page is probably the easiest way to, to reach us. We've got uh, a link to our Bandcamp page through there. Cool. So it's facebook.com slash thrashersrockandroll. Okay. Uh, or the thrashers.bandcamp.com. That's the easiest way to, to check out our music. Yeah. Uh, you can also get all our stuff at uh, Music Trader and Into the Music awesome. and War on Music. I think should still have some of our stuff. Awesome. Uh, if you're into buying physical stuff. Yeah, yeah. And our show is early. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should remind yeah. everyone when the, when the show is. In, yeah. Uh, so the album release is March 28th, Saturday, March 28th at the West End Cultural Center. Cool. It's an all ages show. All ages welcome. Alcohol served to 18 plus yeah. with ID. Uh, yeah. You can snap, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, doors at 7:15. Show starts at 8. Cool. We've got the Zorgs opening up the show, then Mobina Galore, and then us. It's a really good lineup. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be a good night for sure. Yeah. Could not have been happier with how, how the lineup ended. Have you played with both of those bands before? Or? We've played with Mobina Galore before, uh, but not the Zorgs. Cool. No. We, we have seen both bands yeah. plenty of times. So it's... Maybe they'll have changed their name again, the Zorgs. <laughs> yeah, <something else laughs> yeah. They they better not have. We've printed those tickets already. <laughs> <laughs> they, they changed their name right before we got the tickets. Oh, printed, really? So it was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, good. Just, good time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Zags, the Zorgs, close enough. Yeah, 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 true enough. So what? Uh, what are we gonna go out on for our song here? What's the last? Uh, thing? You know, I figured I I mentioned the Wu Tang earlier. Yeah. I I still gotta go with that. Uh, I picked Protect Your Neck, because uh, that, believe it or not, uh, in a childhood and teenage years full of watching cop movies and drug slang on TV, yeah. Protect Your Neck. I think uh, I first clued into. The term dust, referring to PCP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was like 22. Yeah. And that was again after a decade of just shitty Law and Order yeah, episodes yeah. and all that. I was and watching Law and Order before I came here. But yeah, just the, referring to Dustin as doing PCP. Yeah. I'm like, what? How did that happen? How did that go get past me all these years? That's something that happens with Wu Tang, just because the slang is so thick. Like, yeah. There's so many layers of slang. You gotta, like, yeah. Every year you listen to the same album you've heard a thousand times. Like, oh, that's what you mean? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause it was such a white, lame band, you know. It's like, oh, I don't know if they, what exactly they mean by that. I just yeah. looked that up with Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must clean a lot. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, we're we're going out on Protect Your Neck, 
by the Wu-Tang Clan. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, you're... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check out the Thrashers. Listen to their new album. It's got a great title, and I'm looking forward to the sci-fi stuff. Right on. Wu-Tang. <laughs> Since I seen Aunt Mabel, be doing all the 
did it like Cain did Abel. Now they money's getting stuck to the gum under the table. That's what you get when you misuse what I invent. Your empire falls and you lose every cent. But trying to blow up a scrub. Now that thought is just as right as a 20 watt light bulb. Should've pumped it when I rocked it. Niggas so stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors that scared to death to pump these. First of all, who's your A&R? A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar. But he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie rap that's cleaner than a boss soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. <laughs>